a tired and thirsty traveler once stopped at a well for a drink. Like his ancestor Jacob before him, he met a woman there drawing water. He asked for her to ease his thirst, as if there were nothing odd about a Jewish man asking a Samaritan woman to share her water jar with him, to drink from the same water fountain, as it were. When Jews and Samaritans were accustomed and expected to live separate lives without seeing other, each other as equals. Avoiding each other altogether and remaining ceremonially clean by refusing to interact, much less share a vessel of water drawn from Jacob's well. Jesus is the kind of guest, though, who does not let any formality or sense of propriety get in the way of making a connection that can change a life. But what about the host? She was just as unlikely as her guest. It was not typical that she would be out in the sun at noon. Was she avoiding the early morning hour when other women would be there also to collect their water for the day? What would drive this individual into isolation? What would lead her into a place where she felt it was better to be alone than to be with neighbors? What would make her feel shame? Jesus knew somehow that her life was not like the lives of others. He shattered what barriers might still separate them when he declared to her that she had had five husbands and the one she was living with now was not a husband. She had five husbands, but from them no sons. She was what they would call barren and unwed once the people in her city figured it out. She could offer no heir to her husband. So she was living with her father, taken in once more. That's one theory, at least, about what depth of shame might have driven her to hope that she would never talk to another person again or come back to the well to draw water. Has such shame ever driven you to linger by yourself alone, away from your neighbors, your community? Did you ever let someone down so much that you wonder if you will ever be reconciled again? Did you fail a group of people in such a painful way that they never wanted to see you again? Do you still feel that way sometimes, avoiding family gatherings or school reunions or never venturing into some part of town because you fear facing your past once more? What would happen if Christ confronted you despite all your grief and guilt, and demanded that you treat him, him, as an equal 
how would you react if you were visited by God and God looked you in the eye and told you that you were worthy of love? A Samaritan woman, filled with shame, was once by herself at a well. Like her ancestor Rachel before her, she met a man there, asking for a drink. The two of them talked not about what family ties they shared, but about what differences separated them. Someone who was used to looking at all the reasons why she was different from others, was suddenly faced with a better truth, a different truth. In the person of Jesus Christ, who came to proclaim good news, not to people who seemed perfect and who looked like they had everything together, but to people who were burdened with shame and who lived on the margins of community life. All the barriers between her and the goodness of God were washed away, and thus she got to come face to face with the very word of God. How would you feel if the weight of your own limitations, the shame of rejection from others, the guilt of your own mistakes were all cast aside by the one who is constantly speaking good news to the whole world? How would you respond if you were told that you were able to be part of God's reign too, just as you are? How quickly would you go to tell others of the goodness of God that was shared with you? How confidently would you spread God's compassion and grace, which knows no boundaries and washes away every barrier? I can't wait to hear about it. Amen.